The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hey, morning, kiddo. So, dangerous drinking games, two dead in Ireland. Uh, yeah, this is one of those things. I mean, there have been drinking games, I'm sure, since somebody invented drinking games and put the two together. And, mm. uh, of course, they, they tend to be dangerous because alcohol in large quantities in short amounts of time is not good for you. Lo and behold, throw in the whole social media, young adult peer pressure aspect. And we have a game called Neck Nomination, which is thought to have actually been um, imported from Australia to the UK. Uh, the family of an Irish teenager is now pleading with young adults, saying, please, you know, think twice before you take part in this, or at least, you know, exercise some self-control. It's the idea of people videoing themselves, taking in a lot of alcohol, sometimes doing dangerous things on top of it. And in the case of 19-year-old Johnny Byrne, he jumped into a river after taking on one of these drinking challenges, and he drowned. It thought another man, young man, again, sort of 20-odd, may also have died in Dublin. And there's this worrying trend, there's this thing, I suppose, which we, we do seem to have, particularly in Ireland and the rest of the UK as well, which is that binge boozing is sometimes seen as a kind of badge of honour. Nobody shall challenge me doing this, however stupid it is. And that's one of the problems, of course. You know, we, we all do stupid things at the age of 19, but, you know, when it costs you your life, that's really silly, isn't it? Yes, as a matter of fact, um, we get a chat to someone who's taken Nick nomination and turned it on its head. Uh, his name's Brent Lindeke. He's decided not to, he was nominated, but he's decided not to actually uh, do it the way everybody else does it, which is the dangerous way, which is why people have lost their lives. So we'll, we'll chat to him coming up. Breathtaking corruption, a European Commission admission. I mean, if it's got to do with politicians um, and corruption shouldn't be breathtaking, it should be, yeah, we thought so. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose there could be a bit of that, but I guess this goes beyond political corruption. This mm -hmm. is into business corruption, institutionalized corruption. Yeah, there's a little bit of government corruption in there as well. But basically, really, it's only a snapshot as well of what's going on in terms of bribery and fraud mm -hmm. and sales tax fraud and that sort of stuff in 28 European Union countries. And according to this report from the European Commission, the total cost to the European economy of corruption is 120 billion euros, which I make... 1.8 trillion rand. These figures are just enormous, whether you take euros or pounds or rand. The Home Affairs Commissioner Cecilia Milstrom uh, says that, you know, essentially it's something that we need to crack down on. Well, yeah, duh. But also, she doesn't mention this. I noticed this on the map. I wonder if there's anything in this at all or it's completely coincidental. But it does seem the colder the country, the less corruption there is. If you look at the map of corruption across Europe, there's less in the UK, Scandinavia, Germany, and considerably more in Spain, Greece, Romania, Croatia, Italy. I wonder if that's just a geographical blip of some kind. Canada or bust? I hope you talk... Yeah, okay, let me not go there. Canada or bust? Tell us about the Daredevil Runner completes an amazing run. Oh, it is extraordinary, yes. The notion of running across Canada, um, and uh, in case you've forgotten, it really is that wide. <laughs> 5,000 miles wide. Jamie MacDonald, uh, lad from Gloucestershire, has just completed his run, equivalent to running 200 marathons, and he did it in 11 months. So more or less 200 marathons in 275 days. His final run was a mere 35 miles as he jogged into Vancouver. He nearly lost his nose to frostbite. He was actually badly beaten up at one stage around New Year's mm. Eve and lost some of his possessions, although he managed to find the camera and the, and the memory sticks, which had all his photos on. But this is a guy who admits I, he'd never really run before. 
at which point you're wondering, why, why would you wake up and go, I've never run, I know I'll run across Canada. It's, it's a <laughs> giant place, uh, but also rather lovely. Uh, there's a sort of forest gump aspect to Jamie's run as well, because he's been raising money for charity and a huge amount of money. But along the way, dozens and sometimes hundreds of people have come out and jogged alongside sometimes completely in the middle of nowhere. And as he finished in Vancouver, there was again another mob jogging, jogging alongside, which I, I think is rather sweet. At least he didn't do it alone, as it were. Adam Gilchrist there with your UK report.